Blog Talk Radio. Turnbuckle Turmoil fans, welcome to the show here on another Sunday afternoon. Sun Guy, along with the coach with the most, come on us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite part of social media is making a post. Coach Mike Jones, some show notes before we get going today. If you're looking for some professional wrestling in the next few hours, you have Summit Pro Wrestling happening in Greenfield, Indiana. You also have MWA happening in Dorchester, Nebraska today. So if you have some pro wrestling near you, get out there and support that. We are still waiting for our guest who is coming back from a show. So hopefully he will call in fairly soon. But in the meantime, if you also are at a show and you see Damian Cole, remind him that his 11 years is up and he agreed to do an interview with Termical Turmoil every 11 years. So he needs to schedule. If you want to chant, schedule, turnbuckle, clap, 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 in B minor at him, it'd be appreciated. All right. And then, hey, some good things going on in the XFL, man. It's week three out of ten. And I'm excited for the XFL. It's some good football. A lot of players getting some second chances, and there's a lot of great stories of all these players, of great stories of their backgrounds, it seems like. And uh, they got some awesome coaches. And the, and the Sea Dragons won their first game last night in, in a windy Las Vegas against the Vipers, 30-26. to 26. Ben DiNucci and Josh Gordon just kicked serious butt. Now, was Tomcat Jones there? He might have been. And then just a minute ago, he had a brawl of the century, both 2-0 teams. The D.C. Defenders at home just beat the St. Louis Battlehawks. That was a great game, too. That was a nail-biter. Coach, were you at the hardware store biting the nails? I wasn't. Oh, they okay, got good. A triple header. The XFL is a triple header today. Got another game coming up right now. Are you going to go to the hardware store and pick up some nails and perhaps bite them? No. Oh, good. Okay. I was a little worried about your diet when you were talking about biting nails. Nope. But, uh, and then it's a beautiful day here in Puyallup, Washington. Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast, right here in the beautiful city of Puyallup, Washington, the the city of of uh, daffodils with a wonderful view of Mount Rainier. You can't beat it. Now, Coach, that's also where they keep the Washington State Fairgrounds. It is. 
it's a special place, a special place in my heart also. And then, oh, my goodness, you know, the Mariners are still kicking butt down there in uh, Arizona for spring training. The Kraken have been rolling. And, uh, man, it's just been great here in the Northwest. Now, Coach, can we confirm or deny if any theaters in Puyallup, Washington, are going to be holding the AEW Revolution pay-per-view later today? I'm not sure. I heard it was in Fedgeway at the Commons there, though. That is confirmed by old Ken Hamlin and Tanya Kirsch. They're going to head there. I'm going to be headed to the Thornton Place Theater later, perhaps... We'll have a basically private screening. I don't think many tickets have been sold at Thornton Place. It is their first time, to my knowledge, holding one of the AEW pay-per-views. So we have not gotten out too much in this part of this Puget Sound, I believe. Okay, yes. And then we've had some exciting Coach Mike Jones shows the last two weeks. Had the Warlord of Weird Sin Bodie on last week. Man, it what a great guest he is and an awesome wrestler and what he does for wrestling. And then yesterday we had the great Bob Cook on with myself and Sign Guy. What One an of awesome the best time. is in the business. Exactly. My goodness. Uh, we could talk to him for hours. I heard he might be coming on Turnbuckle someday again. Well, he has been on multiple times, and, of course, he can always come back in the future, should he so wish. Now, Coach, what we have not asked him is if he ever teamed with Chef to make the tag team of Cook and Chef. That's true. You're right. Okay, but let me shout out the rest of my schedule coming up. Man, I'm excited. I got Turnbuckle Turmoil Hall of Famer Aaron Bolo on next week, Saturday at the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast, episode 36. What an honor. And then I, I, I see you have Northwest Pro next week. I do have Northwest Pro next week. I will be there. Chris Marks, brand-new co-host, says he will be visiting Northwest Pro. He hasn't had a match there in a few weeks, but I know he's keeping an eye on the situation with that evil referee, Paul, that has done some shady, shady things recently, Coach. Pretty shady. Okay, they're going to have to keep an eye on him. And Northwest Pro's got their schedule out for the whole year. Was you able to come up with that? Uh, let me go into my calendar and find that real quick. While I do that, if you want then, to hum the, the Hawaii Five O, that'd be nice. That's okay, because not yet. I don't need to. We have more important things to say. Then on the following week from Aaron Bolo on... The 18th, I'm proud and honored to have Hannibal TV's own Hannibal Nicholson. So, yes, um, I'm scheduled for the next two weeks, so I'm great, happy about that. And there's rumor that you got a guy from Michigan that's supposed to come on for me. Uh, there is a guy out of Michigan. He's a production guy that has worked for some of the larger independents and working on a date for him as well. So he should be making his Coach Mike Jones show debut sometime in the near future. Okay, yes, and of course I'm working on, I'll be working on getting Jennifer Haas, Evan Ginsberg, um 
so many other Don't people. Don't forget Zane Paisley. Yeah, Zane Paisley's. Then, of course, Jim Powers is on both of our lists, but uh, he's been on yours for years and years. He has. He's been an elusive figure. He's like the Gary Cherry of former WCW talent. <laughs> okay, yeah. So coach, I do have that mention. schedule now. Now, okay, keep there in you mind, go. Northwest these are, yeah, these are possibly not all of the dates. Others will be announced as they become available. But for right now, March 11th, April 8th, May 20th, June 10th, July 8th, August 12th, September 9th, October 14th, November 18th, and December 9th, all at the Key Peninsula Civic Center. Other dates will be popping up in different locations, as Northwest Pro often does go on the road, especially during the summer months where they perform at various festivals and things of that nature. So keep an eye on additional dates and locations as time goes on for 2023. Exactly. And then, yes, I'm also looking to get Kevin Sullivan on um, and so many other people, West Briscoe. And, uh, yeah, I'll even have a few other people back on, like uh, Feel Good and and Wild Lyle, you know, and of course, might have to interview Sign Guy again. I'm always up for that. Now, imagine, Coach, if you were to have a coach's show yourself, Coach Steele, Coach Buzz from WCW, and Coach um, from Wow Women of Wrestling, who in fact lost the tag team title on last night's episode. She and Randy Raw yeah, my- had some shenanigans. They lost their titles back to Lana Starr's group. What? Wow. Like I said, it, of course. Exactly. It was on Wow. Yeah, what an honor. Yes, I would definitely be interested in that. That would be huge, I think. Huge. Exactly. Imagine the whistling going on in that episode. I know, and then just... Uh, you just dropped the sign of the times again. Uh, that was another classic. Episode 570, the Aunt Shirley edition. Yes, happy birthday to her. Indeed, my Aunt Shirley's birthday coming up this week. She'll be 80. Okay, nice. Yes, gray hair is a crown of glory. Probably. Now, Unconfirmed, but largely suspected, Stompin' Steve's going to call up and say, it's your birthday. Surely you must understand. And then they'll (laughs) laugh and they'll laugh. Of course, yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then how about those show notes? The ones I just mentioned? No, you have some other ones from yesterday you mentioned. Which all happened. Oh, okay. I thought there were some extra ones from Sunday. Uh, well, I I mentioned the one from Sunday at the top. You have Summit Pro Wrestling, which I believe is underway and has, in fact, featured Marcus Fine reminding Damian Cole to schedule with Turnbuckle Turmoil because oh, his yeah. 11 years is up. And also over in 
uh, Dorchester, Nebraska, MWA, which features former guests of this very show, Brian Blade. Okay. Yeah, well, let's remind everybody they can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, and at Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Then don't forget to check out the Real School Army in the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews from celebrities all over the world. And then if you need any work done, no job too big or small, we're licensed and served and bonded general contractors, A-plus, Payless Handyman Services, 10% cheaper than any written estimate and 15% cheaper for seniors and military. Do we have our guest on? We do not have him yet. I know he had a show last night. He might be in a bad service spot as he travels home. I don't know. I haven't okay. heard the update, but we will reschedule Big Ramp if not here today. Looking forward to having Big Ramp. I heard an echo, and I thought the guy from yesterday when you had the window open was outside again or something. Possibly. Sometimes people go up and down the stairwell next to my window. <laughs> All right, then. So, hey, uh, what else you got coming up? Well, I have Northwest Pro, like we have mentioned already. Also, on the 25th, I will be back in Ocean Shores for Rogue Wrestling Attractions. April 15th, I will be at Paulcade, the supposed final Paulcade. We hit the Northwest Pro Date. I should be at the majority of those. And then also in July on the 29th, World's Finest Wrestling, I will be officiating their first ever women's championship tournament. Also on Turnbuckle Turmoil coming up on Friday on the show, we have... Chief Atacula Kula, special time. We're one hour later than normal to accommodate the chief. Also, a week from today, Kevin Sullivan's going to be popping in, hopefully for a big part of the show. He's going to be at a convention, so he will give us what he can, but we should have Kevin Sullivan for a bit at least. And then coming up, confirmed so far on the 17th, we have Teddy Henderson out of the great state of Maine. The 19th, the president of professional wrestling, Philip Stamper. The 24th, we have Miss Misty Dawn out of Kansas, former Dick the Bruiser era WWA competitor. The 26th, Bobby Blaze out of Kentucky, who has been a long-time fixture in the Commonwealth of Kentucky across most of the promotions there. The 31st, speaking of Paul Cade, we'll have Chad French back on to discuss that event. And then in April, on the 9th, we are going to have a very special guest as John Davidson's son will be with us. He is entering into amateur wrestling, and he's going to be talking about his very young amateur career and how that is going to transition, he hopes, into a professional wrestling career. He's looking at the future, wanting to get into professional wrestling. We're going to talk to him at the very, very ground level. So stay tuned as we add more people onto our schedule. 
and also, of course, most Saturdays, sometimes Sunday mornings, you can find the Sign of the Times over on the Sign Guy 77, which hopefully you will subscribe to before long, because otherwise Stomp and Steve gets a sneezy head and a nervous stomach. That's true, and that interrupts his uh, thinking on making the next Star Wars poster. We it really does, any- yeah. Yeah, when he gets that yeah. sneezy head, and then that leads to the projectile vomiting, he gets his monitor all kinds of covered in various things, and he just can't see his work very clearly. Exactly. Yeah, we want to thank all the fans for all their love and support and feedback. And if, if this is the first time you guys have tuned in, my goodness, Termichael Turmoil, founded by J.D. and QT Vokes, that we are so grateful that they started this well over 10 years ago with over 1,700. We're getting close to 1,800 shows, right, Sign? Getting up there for sure, Coach, getting up there for sure. And not a single one of them has ever had Gary Cherry on it. Not a single not one. Yet. We, 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 got, we got him and Jim Powers, and who else is on that uh, maybe list? Well, we're hoping one more appearance at least out of Damian Cole. I've got people haunting him at events near to him trying to get him to reschedule, so we'll see what happens there. Of course, and I'm trying to get Ronnie Angel and Danny Nightmare from the Northwest on my show, so we'll hope to get them on soon. They just had a book launch in yesterday that looked like a really awesome deal there in California. Absolutely. Ronnie Angel, a fixture there at the convention circuit, I believe. Yes, he's got many books. Uh, and then he's uh, his horror uh, books is is up there. The the status and the quality that he he puts out is is really up there. My goodness. Absolutely. Speaking of conventions, if you are in Seattle, if you swing by the Emerald City Comic Convention, you just might see a familiar face because we know for sure. The Romantic Nerdger over there right now, Herman Nerdstrom, and the Romantic Touch. They are definitely there at the ECC, so if you're a long-time 3-2-1 battle fan, you might see those familiar faces. Exactly. And then uh, what about the Northwest Transplant? Uh, How'd that go? That went fairly well. And speaking of... Transplants at the arena in Jeffersonville, Indiana last night, making his debut for five-star wrestling against Scarecrow, was Jared Savage, the face collector. He had a debut with that company. That's, I believe, his third match since relocating to the Midwest, so he's doing well over there, making some more connections. And he got his picture with Marcus Fine. That's a huge badge of honor for any sports entertainer in the Midwest. If you get a picture with Marcus Fine, that's as good as winning any championship in the mind of a lot of sports entertainers in that area. It's very coveted. What an honor. And then if I didn't know that when I had that picture on uh, uh, on yesterday's ad for my show. 
that you can check out every Saturday noon noon Pacific, the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast. Man, I'm so grateful for all the fans. Absolutely. And then, hey, now, Coach, it, it, you I actually guess... promoted Aaron Bolo in the past, and Aaron Bolo, of course, NGW wrestler. He also appeared for many promotions here in the Northwest before having to cut things off prematurely due to injury. But like you said, he's also in the Turnbuckle Turmoil Hall of Fame. A lot of local and personal links to Aaron Bolo next week we can dive into, I believe, with him. Exactly, that we both go to Korea's periodically, and that I'm hoping to bring Aaron Bolo back to, to Korea with my honey and my dog and the whole group, the whole real school army. Now, do they eat a lot of honey there in Korea? Well, they eat good over there, so and they don't have a lot of fat people, so that's always a good thing. Right, right. But do they eat a lot of honey? I would imagine they eat their fair share, yes. Okay, I was just curious since you're bringing it. Now, also coming up here, we will be, in fact, promoting the Paul Kate event. And also, if he ever gets back to me, if he ever decides to answer his messages, if he goes into his messages and reads what people have written over the last few years to him, we might just also be covering the event coming up in Spencer, Indiana, promoted by Cole Radrick. He's agreed, but then he doesn't like the direct messages so much. He doesn't read them very often. (laughs) One of those guys, okay. And then, hey, same thing. If this is the first time they've listened, why why don't you tell the fans or remind them, all other people who sort of work for Turnbuckle also as co-host and other things like other parts of media. Well, you also have Dimitri who started right around the same time I did. He runs the Facebook for Turnbuckle Turmoil, does a lot of work behind the scenes, does a lot of the graphics for the links. We have Beast Barnett, our Chikara expert, as well as our sound engineer does a lot of work behind the scenes. We also have, of course, a few different women's experts that we've utilized over the year, Lila Lodge being the first. Amazing Maria holding a brief stint as our women's expert. And, of course, Cameron Starr, not only our women's expert for several years, but she also had her own spinoff show, Thoughts and Spots with Cameron Starr. And, of course, we have our one-time co-host, Casey Carlisle, who helped interview Tom Rocky Stone, someone that uh, she was very interested in talking to as she was a longtime fan of him. And then, of course, other co-hosts here in more recent times, Randy Zellers, one of the fellers, Taekwon Bro, if you will, J.B. Moonshine, your CPW heavyweight champion, and most recently, 
Chris Marks, the CPW International Champion, joining the staff, helping us out on Fridays on Sun Guys Wrestling Show. Lucky to have him in place. So we've got a long storied history, if you will. And then I'm sure you missed a few, but hey, you you also definitely missed one of the most underrated positions in the whole group is our botany expert, Beast Barnett. I just said he was our botany expert slash Chikar expert. Oh, okay. I missed that. Darn it. I was actually listening that time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sometimes you, you, since you, like you said, you, you put it in one thing, something slash. Okay, that's my. We never had Flash Flanagan either. I've tried multiple times. Flash, not so much on doing interviews. Exactly. And then what about the World Baseball Classic? I see Korea's here practicing on the Korean news here. My goodness. Uh, I believe there is a game on Fox on Tuesday, as a matter of fact, coming up. That's going to be an interesting game to watch. I believe the Netherlands get that game. Okay, and then who who are you going for? Are you going for Canada or America? Well, we'll have to see how things progress here. It'd be nice to see the United States win the World Baseball Classic. Okay, and then you can go for two because I'm going for USA and, and Korea, so there you go. Now we're going to have to see who Bolo cheers for next week. For sure, yes. All right, and then... Hey, what else? You got a lot of other uh, wrestling going on in the Northwest. Wrestling's like at an all-time high here in the Northwest. You got a lot of shows that just happened, uh, and then Defy's just constantly rolling. And then uh, there's SOS Pro. They got their training facility down there in Tacoma at Edison Square. Wild Lyle and uh, the NGW Undisputed Champions down there regularly training with Cooper and Pitfall Jones and other trainers they got down there. Absolutely. They're very reputable school. They've had some students starting to branch out a little bit and be on actual shows, doing some matches outside of the training facility. So they're doing very well. SOS has been selling out the last couple, three shows since the move to Tacoma. They're doing well. Timber Pro Wrestling doing very well. They're moving into the former home of WAC starting next week. They will be at the facility there in Everett one week from yesterday, their debut in Everett. So Timber Pro doing well as they continue to sell out shows and change venues to accommodate. You also have... Powell doing big things in Oregon. Prestige doing big things in Oregon and California. Relentless Wrestling selling out every show in Spokane. So lots of great wrestling happening. DOA also had a great, great crowd last night in Portland, Oregon at the North Portland Eagles. And Blue Collar Wrestling returned yesterday. They did a show in Milwaukee, Oregon. Does not look like a... That's going to be a permanent home. They're still looking for a weekly venue, which is a hard thing to do in today's environment, but they're still searching. 
So hopefully they'll be back to a regular schedule sometime in the near future. And then let's not forget CPW with their theatrical wrestling. And Wild Lyle's made an impact up there. He's been undefeated since uh, he's been in the theatrical wrestling division there, the guy. And it's become a success. And and, and they got a schedule. Uh, do Do you got their schedule? I don't have their full schedule. I know the next show for them up in Arlington, Washington, at the bar is the 25th of March. So they'll be back the 25th to present CPW presents theatrical wrestling. And Wild Lyle, like you mentioned, he's still alive in the grappling tournament. He's in that Sunny O'Mara grappling tournament, the winner, the first annual Sunny O'Mara grappling tournament winner. Lots of great grappling happening. Also, some theatrical wrestling happening. Chris Marks, the international champion, laying down a challenge which was accepted by the heavyweight champion, J.B. Moonshine, Turnbuckle Turmoil's colliding coach. Turnbuckle Turmoil colliding right there in center stage in Arlington. And it will be ring announced no better than Dimitri to announce that heavyweight championship wow. match. Then what about What's you, happening to his coach? We're all splintered when it comes to theatrical wrestling. What about you getting signed as the ref? Uh, I will be otherwise occupied. I will be in Ocean Shores that day. I have a formally written contract to appear there, so I can't make the CPW show, which I found out after the contract was signed and the ink dried. Okay. And then what's going on at the uh, Ocean Shores? Ocean Shores is in the middle of a tag team tournament. They had the first few matches, the last show. This show coming up on the 25th will be the next round of matches in the tag team tournament. Also, last show, heavyweight champion was crowned for the first time, that being the Rat King of Hellbound. Okay, nice. Keep a lookout on that that situation, yes, for sure. Absolutely. Ocean Shores responding very well to RWA so far. They're a very young company. They just started over the summer, but crowds have been growing each and every time. They draw very well there at the convention center there in Ocean Shores. So if you're near the ocean, come check out RWA as well. And then they have one of the successful training facilities in the Northwest that you could, you're uh, able to to promote because they're all qualified and pretty awesome schools. There's about a half dozen. Why don't you tell them about them? RWA just launched a school. They do training there in our, um, Aberdeen, Washington. Uh, they run the shows in Ocean Shores but do their training in Aberdeen, they just opened up a school. You also have the aforementioned SOS Academy, ran by Northwest Pro Champion, the ultimate guy, Dean Cooper. You have Dragonplex, which is up in Everett, ran by the Bash Brothers, Dave Turner and Chris Ross. They have students that have been wrestling all over the Pacific Northwest. You also have the Oregon Wrestling School, in the Portland and Salem area of Oregon. 
their students have wrestled all over the West Coast. Uh, many of them got spots when AEW was in town, so they're a very good school, very reputable, even though they've only been around for a short while. Northwest Pro does offer training, so you can get trained there at Northwest Pro if you so desire as well. And I believe the Buddy Wayne Academy is still running. I don't know if they are accepting new students or if it is sort of a closed uh, roster right now, but you can look into the Buddy Wayne Academy. I've never met a Buddy Wayne Academy student that wasn't absolutely phenomenal from the very first day. Yeah, my opinion on that, I was going to mention that uh, out of all the schools you mentioned, it's hands down the biggest alumni group is out of the Buddy Wayne Academy, the most successful and the longest list. Absolutely. Buddy Wayne, of course, passed away a few years ago, but his students pick things up. They still train. Like I said, I don't know if they are accepting new students per se, but those people are phenomenal. I've had a few of their very first matches, and they were great right off the bat. And, of course, possibly the most famous current Buddy Wayne Academy graduate, someone who's not even finished high school yet, Buddy's own son, Nick Wayne, he has that AEW contract, which goes into effect once he turns 18. And my opinion, I was just going to say on Nick was, my goodness, how did he do it? It almost seems like he's already surpassed his dad. Well, just for the fact of how famous Nick is and how mainstream Nick is compared to his how the level his dad ever achieved. His dad achieved being a, like a jobber in WWE, but he never achieved stardom like his son already has. Absolutely. Don't forget Nick, also a third-generation competitor. His grandfather is, of course, Moondog Moretti. Yes, which I surprisingly, in my about third match, ended up getting a 19-minute count-out victory over Moondog Moretti when he decided he didn't want any more. But that was a knockout drag-out that, my goodness, he threw he threw me out the ring into my – I had a so many – it was at my home arena, the boys at South End Boys and Girls Club, where I grew up playing sports. Then I started coaching my son there. Then the place loved me and decided they wanted me to have wrestling there. So it's my home arena. I got a whole section is my fans. Moondog threw me in, head first into my section, which my son was front row, middle section. So basically he threw my son out of his seat crushed me with my son's chair as my son broke into tears. So so this was an amazing match, dude. And I can tell you, Moondog's one of the toughest wrestlers, and, and he, he's in the NGW green room. Check out uh, Moondog Moretti in the NGW green room. He gives me all the props in the world, and I really appreciate that. And he's a legend in the Northwest, and what an honor. Absolutely, that whole family, tremendous. 
good to see Nick pop up on occasion on AEW TV. I've known him since he was roughly around nine years old when he was just starting to do things outside of the school. He refereed some of his dad's matches and broke in that way. I've seen him on various shows across the country in person. Always good to talk to him for a few minutes and catch up a little bit. Nick doing really well. Imagine, Coach, being a sophomore or a junior in high school and already having a contract that goes into effect once you turn 18 to become a professional wrestler with one of the largest companies in the nation. On national television, it's that. I know. What an honor. And he seems like he's going at at this whole thing the right way. You know, it's not getting to his head and he's doing the right things and he's getting some impressive victories against some of the top wrestlers of all time in the world, not just nowadays. Some of these guys are some of the best of all time. Absolutely, for sure. And then, yeah, I got more Moondog stories, brother. Moondog is a wrestler that I've been taking my son. Be, uh, this is before I got uh, was into the Buddy Rose Challenge. I had already been going to some of Debashi's shows, and I had no idea they had the challenge until, like, this is the fourth or fifth show I've been to, you know. And then plus I spread it out. It was like six months or a year later, something. So I might have missed a couple shows. But uh, but anyway, um, so a few of the times Moondog's the main event and shit. And he's tearing the place up, right? And fucking kicking people, everyone's ass. And he's a monster. And he's catching his own spit. And, dude, two of the times my son is breaking into tears because of Moondog's antics outside the ring and just tearing the place up and beating the shit out of people and bloodying fuckers and taunting the crowd. My son wants to go right now because he is scared to death of Moondog. And I let him know right then. I said, look, you sit here right now. There's no way he can beat me, let alone I will beat his fucking ass right now. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Beep. <laughs> So we stayed. And then another time it happened. So two different times he had my son wanting to leave. So that's how good of a wrestler he is. Absolutely. How did you win that match? Of course, well, we were fans then. Okay, so I hadn't got invited to the Buddy Rose Challenge to like the next show. But the seed was planted for it. Exactly. And then I told my son I would do something I did. It reminds me of, dude, I kicked ass in baseball for years. Dude, one time I was on a roll kicking ass in the home run champ. I, I hit three in, a, three in a game. One was like 50 feet over the field. No, it went, it went across the street over the fence. Okay, that's how far it went. On the night I hit three home runs. But anyway, this is that same season. Not my son was walking around in the crowd, not paying attention. I had the bases loaded, and I knew I was going to hit a grand slam. I said to my son, "Hey, Jeff, come here." He walked up. Next pitch, boom, grand slam. So I was proud of that season. Point so. at it like you were Babe Ruth in the 1920s. 
Pretty much. I didn't really point at it. I just told him to watch. Oh, okay. So he knew it. when I said I was going to do something, I did it. And then I guess since we're on the baseball thing, my son was the baddest baseball player for years, dude. He was the home run champ and pitching champ. And he was the nor- he made it to the Northwest hit pitch and run champions in, at nine years old at Cheney Stadium down there. He beat the score of the 12-year-olds. So that's how good he did. So I was proud of that. Fantastic. That is tremendous. Now, Coach, I believe Northwest Pro once ran a show at Cheney Stadium. Can we confirm that? I believe I'm accurate there. Exactly. And then uh, ICW, uh, Tim Flowers Group, and uh, PWF, the Pimps, they've had many shows down there. Matt Farmer wrestled down there with the Suicide Kings. I guess one match he uh, ended up getting his arm broke. Uh, by, I think it was Roach and his partner. Um, one of them, and, and then Matt Farmer ended up getting his uh, arm broke at a match at Cheney Stadium. I, I'll never That's forget that. not the best way to debut at Cheney Stadium. No, it wasn't, no. All right, Sign, thanks so much. We appreciate all you do for wrestling, brother. You are the man, because you're Sign guy. You're so sly. Because you're so spry, brother, that I don't have to lie that you might even be better than baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie. Now, Coach, I know there's not a game this year in Iowa at the Field of Dreams venue, but at some point are you still going to have one of those hot dog apple pie creations they made for the games? That sounds like fun. I'll have to check into that. They're a delicious thing. I'll send you the recipe. All right. Thanks, brother. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. All right, fans. We will try to get Big Ramp back on the schedule. I believe he had service issues traveling back from a show, so we'll try our best to get him back. Coming up on Friday, one hour later, the normal chief at a cooler cooler joins us as he wraps up his in-ring career in the next month or so, and one week from today, Kevin Sullivan will be here to talk with us. Looking forward to that. If you have some pro wrestling near you, go out there and support it. If you see Damian Cole, remind him to get his schedule with Turnbuckle Turmoil. We need to bring him back. It's been 11 years. He said every 11 years he's good for an interview, so he's got to be held accountable for that. So we will talk to you soon. Everybody's Stay safe out there.